Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I am your host, David Dodge. <laughs> Today, I'm joined by a fellow investor, flipper, wholesaler, and coach, Joe. And Joe, I need help with your last name, man. I'm going to screw it up. Can you help me with your no, last no, name? No, no, you go. There's no, there's no one way to say it. Go for it. Eris. Done. Did I get it right? Done. All right. Joe Aris. All right. Aris. Rock, Aris. I love rocking it. and rolling, rocking and rolling. Well, again, Joe is a fellow investor, flipper, and a coach. And I wanted to get Joe on today and just talk to Joe a little bit about what he's been up to and learn a little bit more about Joe at the same time. Um, and I'm sure Joe's going to have some value that he is going to be able to spread and pass along to all of our listeners and viewers. So, Joe, welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, my friend. How are you today? Thank you so much. I hope you appreciated the sound effects I was doing. <laughs> That's right. I like that. That's great. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Joe, let's start with telling us a little bit about um, how you got started in real estate. Yeah. So um, I, you know, let me give you a little bit of story. I'm from Argentina originally. I'm 39 years old. And I came to, I actually went to school in St. Louis. That's I where I live. I know. I actually went to a school in St. Charles, which is, a, you know, 20, 30 miles from St. Louis. Mm -hmm. yep. And, you know, I was about 19 and I graduated when I was 23. And I, you know, packed my, my car and I drove to Los Angeles because I wanted to be a filmmaker. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I made movies for, you know, 10 years. And about 10 years ago, I, I, I you know, I, I was working. I was, I was making money, but I was also spending it. And about 10 years ago, I put my foot down and I said, I am ready to really willing and able to create, you know, the dream, the real estate dream, uh, which is, it's a much more work than, than, than what it's, you know, advertised out there. But nevertheless, it's a beautiful dream that you can pass to generation and generation and, and, you know, real estate works if you work it, right? That's exactly right. I like that you added that real estate works if you work it. Cause it does require a lot of time and a lot of energy and maybe even money. If you are going to take the marketing approach, which is what we definitely a lot, money. Sure. a lot on this podcast, right? You make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. It doesn't really matter. And I, I would imagine you're going to agree with me on this, Joe, this is 17 years of experience speaking here, but it doesn't really matter if you're a fix and flipper, a wholesaler, a landlord, if you're not buying deals, it's very difficult to make money in real estate. I mean, it, mm -hmm. you have a long time horizon. Sure. But if you are, especially if you're trying to wholesale or fix and flip, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Love you know, it. that's a lesson that I, I learned. My, my dad is, um, you know, my dad is a, a little, a little hero to me or a big hero to me. And when we were kids, when I was a kid, uh, he was, uh, he was younger and, and, and he says, uh, he says, uh, Joe, what do you think is more important buying or selling? Not just in real estate, but in any transaction. And I said, that is equally important. And he said, son, it's actually buying is more important than selling. Why? I didn't know why. I couldn't explain. No, it's equally important. He says, well, not really. Because if you buy cheap, 
you can still you can still sell cheap. But right. if you buy expensive, you only have to buy expensive. Sell expensive. Sell expensive. That's exactly. And that right. was like that was like boom. That was yeah. That's it. That's it. We align. I like it, man. I like it. So ten years ago, you decided, hey, I want to get into real estate, and uh, roughly ten years ago. And then what did what did you do? How did you start? Like, what what was your method? Were you wanting so, to fix and flip? And by the way, you're still out in Cali, right? Mm -hmm. What part? Where do you live? Uh, Los Angeles. I'm in, in Santa Monica right now in my and, office. But and, yeah, and, and, and have you been there this entire ten years that you've been in in, in yeah. real estate? And, are, yeah. and and most of the deals that you've done, I would imagine, are in your backyard. That's right. And they're within, a, you know, an all, hour drive, basically. Right? All my flip. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I actually I started, I, I started uh, 10 years ago. I, the market was much lower. Uh, I started in a place called Palm Springs, which is, you know, it's about two and a half hours away from where I live. It's not something I would advertise now, tell our students, you know, our, our investors to do it. But the pricing point was, oh, um, you know, Los Angeles is a very expensive, right. nothing under four or $500,000. Yeah. So I, I decided that if I was going to make mistakes, I much rather make mistakes with a hard money loan paying, you know, a few hundred dollars a month than a few thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And um, so that's why you went there because the real estate was cheaper, I'd imagine. Right. That's right. And I bought my first property for like, yeah, exactly. Like cheap is a relative term, but more cost effective. Cheap is relative. Right. Cost effective. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And that's cool. what I did. And you and mostly in your 10 years of, of doing this, were you are you wholesaling? Were you fix and flipping? Are you doing rentals? Fix and flip. The above? So mostly fix and flip. Fix and flip myself. Before we jumped on, you said you had done about a hundred, man. That's great. Great work. That's a good amount. Yep. Yeah. We of you them know, over a 10 year period. That's averaging about 10 a year. That's awesome. Yeah. The the, the you know, and what, what happens, you know, what happens you start uh, and I know this happened to you. We haven't talked about it. But you start making, hopefully you don't start making the same mistakes, but you always are going to make some kind of errors. And, and especially as you grow and as you scale. If you're you not know, making scaling. mistakes, you're not taking enough risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and you can always play it safe. But you know what that looks like? Sitting on the couch, not doing shit, right? You got to get out there and you got to you got to take a little risk every now and then. And with risk comes reward, but you also can make mistakes, too. Absolutely. And yeah, mistakes and, and, are and part risk. of the game. Risk also could be calculated. And I think that as, as investors, we learn how to calculate risk. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, you know is, is it worth for me to spend an extra $500 for a sewer inspection um, uh, or not, right? And you, you, you got to make those decisions as you know, is it worth for me to open this wall and see how is the plumbing here and there? So those are the things that, that you have to, is it worth for me to buy this property right now? And, you know, we'll see what happens with the market in a few months, right? So, um, but as long as you buy at the right price, um, there's always an opportunity to scale it. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So you've been in the game about 10 years. Um, you've done about a hundred flips. That's amazing for fix and flip, um, over the 10 year period. That's almost one a month, basically 10 a year. If you average that out and, um, have you done any wholesaling or rentals along the way or just fix and you flip? Know, we have, I have partners, I have partnered up with, with, with colleagues, friends, mm -hmm. and um, we, we, we do teach it like uh, Rudy is one of my partners in wholesale. Rudy averages about, you know, three, four, five deals a month. Um, and some of the commissions he's making are like north of the $30,000. Um, so, so I, my expertise is on 
I shouldn't fix and flips. I, I don't put my time on, on wholesaling and, and, and rentals. I had rentals in the past. I, I, you know, building the rental portfolio is the end game for anyone and everyone, right? I agree. We have a strategy called the 50-50, which is, you know, everyone has different strategies. My strategy is if you do want to start wholesaling or flipping, you know, from the profits, take 50% of the profits, put it back on your business, and then take the other 50 and then go back and buy rentals, right? Keep on buying rentals, keep on um, scaling your rentals because that's what's going to put food in, 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 in your, in your, you know, in your in your table in 20 years from now when you retire yeah, wholesaling is a is a quick check fix and flip is a big check and a rental is a forever check right that's right and, and when you buy rentals your income is now tax it's classified under passive income instead of earned income which is if anybody is listening knows uh passive income is taxed a lot less than earned income and when you do a fix and flip that's earned income. Whereas when yeah. you have a rental, it's passive income. So definitely some tax advantages. You can there defer. As well. You can do a 1031, right? There's there's deferment strategies where you can defer the taxes and, and you know just push it to, to when you actually cash them out. That's exactly right. Awesome, man. Well, that's good. So the majority of what you've been up to is fix and flip, and you've done a couple um you know 10 a year basically or 100 over 10 years which is amazing great work joe you've also written some books mm -hmm. what tell yeah us a little yeah bit yeah about we the got books you've written yeah i wrote uh i wrote three books i mean i'm i'm right now uh working on the fourth book um you know partner up with some really great people so i one 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 is in investments in general um talks about you know all the different stocks and all the different crypto and all the different types of investments and why I believe that real estate, you know, it's, it's the, you know, the most permanent investment and, and, and the safest one um, of all. Um, and then I, I wrote a second one called uh, flipping with real success. Um, that's about flipping and my journey. And then the other one is called rentals. And then there's one coming up for wholesaling where I partner nice. up with one, one of my partners and we're, yeah, it's the concept is very, very similar, right? Uh, reverse wholesaling, wholesaling, finding the deal, assigning the contract, you know, adding, adding a fee and moving on to the next project. Nice. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, you yeah, but definitely writing... are qualified. You got a hundred flips under your belt and uh, you got a couple different books out there. That is awesome, man. That is yeah, awesome. I did a lot of, a lot of the flips, um, not to interrupt you, I, oh, I you know, a, lot, a, a, a good part of the flips also came a few years ago when I, um, I partnered up with a friend of mine and we opened a construction company and we were able to work in a lot of projects. And, and that's how, you know, you start working with different cities, different permits. Um, and, and, you know, every city has their own, you know, their own stories and their own like ways of pulling permits and whatnot. So. I think that there's a lot of value on, on just learning whatever you can. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So you are starting to coach now as well. Tell us a little bit about that. And I know you have an event coming up and I want to share that link and help you promote that to get some people, you know, to come to your event. Cause I'm sure that there's a lot that you can teach and uh, the fact that you've done this in LA, Los Angeles is rather impressive because that is definitely one of the harder markets. The property values are more expensive 
And you had mentioned that when you first started, you were going, you know, two hours away or plus to where you can find, you know, more cost effective um, deals. But I'd imagine you've probably done some flips closer than that over the last mm -hmm. couple of years as well, too. So mm -hmm. you have experience in um, outside of L.A. and inside of L.A., which is huge. So anybody that's in the Los Angeles area um, would you know, I'm sure find a ton of value in learning from you and having you as a coach, as well as, you know, coming to one of your, one of your live events. So tell us about the live events. Yeah. So, so, you know, depending where, when do you listen to, to, you know, this, um, this, you know, this podcast, but we are, we're doing events all the time. Um, we do monthly events at the office. Um, we do meetups, we, um, you know, we're, we're doing this two-day event. We're going to do a three-day event later. Um, this two-day event, the reason why we're doing this is there's so many data, there's so many information everywhere. And um, you, learn, you learn little bits in life, right? You learn about this and you learn about that. But having an opportunity where you're sitting down, you know, for a full two days, taking notes, learning from the source, right? Really learning how do you find off market properties on your local market? How, right? Literally like breaking it down. Um, how, you know, how, how do you find money? How do you leverage OPM, other people's money? How do you leverage hard money? How do you leverage private money? Are you going to look for a lender? Are you going to look for an investor? Are you going to partner up? Are you going to do a JV? How do you leverage contractors, right? There's a, there's a million ways that you can, you know, when I, when I meet my contractors, I, you know, if I if I am in a local in a new area and I have, I'm looking for a new contractor, which usually you always want to build your team, you want to work with the, the same people over and over, and and that's what's in my opinion success. It's about taking everyone to the top, um, and and so you you know you just want to be mindful of of um of of doing the same projects with with you know with with the same people, but sometimes you have to use different legal documents and and you know, the, the different agreements and, and liability forms. And, and, you know, it's really important indemnification. And it's very important to have the right legal documents and to know that when you're meeting a contractor, you're not going to sign their contract. They're going to sign your contract. And all this is education that, you know, there, there's things that you can learn. And, and, and you know, like riding a, a bicycle, you can never like really learn that unless you do it. Right. And that's the plan of this two day event where we can actually have people take action on the seminar while they're learning uh, information, but also, you know, getting real actions that will, you know, because there's so much money out there. Right. I, I say that flips are, I always say that flips are, um, it's like having a treasure map. And, um, and the, the, if you know how many steps you're going to make to the right and what you're going to do here and there, you're going to end up in a property that is going to have money, golden coins waiting for you, right? But you just need to know what, what that plan, that, what that map is. Right. So if I can help people with a, with a treasure map, letting you know the steps that they need so they can actually make, I like to profit an average of $50,000 per flip. I don't like to do less and I don't usually like to do more. I like to do more, but I don't take the risks to do more. I don't do I don't take a lot of risks on, you know, I don't, I don't do, I only do over the counter permits. I don't do additions um, with this strategy. I like to do it safe. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what I, what I share with all of my, my students. 
Nice. I love it, man. So is the business, is your coaching business, uh, is it real success? Is that, is that basically the, the name of it? It's called real success. And, and yeah, it's, it's about, and you know, it's, it's what is success, right? And that's what is, you know, for you, what, what, what would you say, what is your definition of success? My definition of a success is to have time and financial freedom, not one or the other, but both. Yeah. And, and that's why we, we call it real success because it's the people's definition of success is different every time. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, that's why it's your real success. It's, it's your, whatever is real, your real definition of what success means. And yeah, it's called real like success it. and it's, it's committed to helping people to get started and make money, put money in their pocket pretty quick, you know, within the next few months since they sign up either wholesaling, flipping, Mm-hmm. And we also have a, a rental portfolio. We have over a hundred rentals. We do not do any rentals in California. It's all out of state. Great deals right now, you know, in St. Louis. Um, I was talking to an agent yesterday. Um, you know, great, great returns. You can buy yeah. houses for even $50,000 and get, you know, pay the mortgage and get, you know, four or $500 in passive income. I got almost 90 units here in St. Louis. So I'm well aware. I like the, the Midwest market. And that doesn't have to just be St. Louis for rentals, really anywhere in the Midwest. You do um, single or you do, uh, you do multifamily? What, what are you so doing? I have about 50, don't quote me on this number, but I think I have about 56 houses right now. And then single the family. I have about 30, 30 units. Um, the majority of my units are in an apartment building I just purchased. It's a 24 unit. But I do have a couple, you know, twos and fours sprinkled in there. Not, not a ton of them. Um, single families are easy. That's what I like to, to, to teach. Um, What's your average on in, in a single family? Is that is it 50,000, 100,000, 130,000? So that's a loaded question. What's the average that we buy for? Or what's the average ARV? So the average Five. ARV is typically going to be um, between 80 and 150 but we could buy something for as low as 50 or even. So you buy it at 50, less, you remodel right? it, but it just depends, you know, do you buy it at 50 and you remodel it? Um, and then you just rent it or you just yeah, you rent it. Cause these are rentals. Yeah. They're rentals. Then- so we, we use the burr method. So we're buying them. We're typically, I mean, we don't pay retail. Nobody listening to this podcast should ever do that. Avoid retail, avoid the MLS, like the plague. Yeah, you can find deals on the MLS, but Joe, I bought 162 houses last year. I think that's the number. It's plus or minus a few. And like three of them came from the MLS, three. So like, yeah, you can find deals there, but like don't spend all day and all night searching the MLS for deals because they're not there. You know, by definition, a realtor, their job is to get you as much as they can for it, not just find the first person that's willing to buy deals, right. Or, or to pay cash or, or have interest in that property. Um, so to, to answer your question, I'm always looking for properties that need work because I can get them direct to seller. I can get them at a discount. Hence the name of this podcast, discount property investor. And I refer to myself as David, the discount property investor. I do not pay retail. Right. Uh, but to answer your question, Burr. So we buy, we rehab, uh, we get it rented out and then we refinance. And the goal is to use little to none of our own money. And my portfolio at this point, the average amount of money that we leave in a deal is about a thousand bucks. And if you're getting 300 bucks a month in cash flow, three and a half months later, you don't have any money invested in that deal. You have all of your money back out 
We leverage it on the front end with private and hard money lenders. We leverage it on the back end with a long-term uh, bank or credit union um, to, to refinance it out. And that's really my passion. It's, it's, it's building an assets, building a portfolio filled with assets with little to none of my money. And that's really why I love the Burr method. So let's say you oh, buy something. <laughs> let's say that you buy something at 50,000, you put, let's say $10,000, you know, whatever. Right. And then you get $500, right. You're getting like $500, but they're paying the mortgage down. So there's probably a mortgage of $275, $300. If you do a 20% down on a 30, 30 year fix at, you know, 4%, whatever. Right. So you're probably having the, the renter paying the mortgage down for, let's say, $300, including taxes, which in St. Louis, I think it's 9.9% uh, for property taxes. It varies um, from, from city to city, county to county. City to city. Yeah, yeah, it varies a little bit. But yeah, it's about the right. I mean, basically what we do is, A, if a property rents for $500, i am not interested. It's because the quality of the people that live in those properties is not people that I really like to work with. Uh, so I typically have an $850 to $900 minimum. So if it doesn't mm -hmm. rent for that, I'm not really typically interested. I'll still buy it and wholesale it or buy it and fix it and sell it. But I don't want to keep rentals that don't rent for at least, say, 5900 Because, again, the quality of the tenant changes a lot between 500 and 900 Like a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So I like to get good tenants, which requires better properties, right? Um, so they pay the mortgage down and you're cash flowing 500 Yeah, bucks. but to answer your question, I'm shooting for $300 a month minimum cash flow. I don't always hit it, but that's my goal and 20,000 minimum equity capture. So everybody should have a buy box. And Joe, I'm sure this is one of the things that you teach your students as well as in your, uh, your seminars, your two-day seminars. You know, we have a buy box. And if we can't get 20 grand and close to 300 bucks a month, it doesn't typically make for a good rental. And also if it doesn't rent for at least 850 to 900, it's probably not gonna be a rental that we want. Now we may buy it, we may get it rented, we may sell it. We do a lot of turnkeys. So we have a lot of exits, of course. Uh, but our buy box is, you know, anything that rents for 850 or above, it's within a 30 to 40 minute drive of my office, which is in the middle of St. Louis. So it opens up the whole city, including St. Charles, like you had mentioned earlier. Um, and I don't like buying properties for rentals that need more than 30 grand worth of rehab. Because if you're mm. going to do that extensive of a rehab, you're going to it's going to probably be pretty nice when you're all said and done. So you might as well fix and flip it. So buying at a discount is the main thing. Um, and then also I have a rule that I don't like to buy properties that need more work than the purchase. So if buying a property for 40 that needs 50, you're going to be all in for 90. Why not just buy one for 80 that needs 10? And come on, like what's, you're going to spend one tenth the amount of time getting it rent ready. So, you know, that kind of eliminates a lot of properties, especially downtown St. Louis, where there are 120 year old properties. Because yeah, they, you might be able to go pick up a property that needs a hundred grand worth of work for 30. But again, you're going to be all in at 130. Why not just buy one for a hundred that needs 30 grand worth of work? Way you, less time, you, way quicker. Do you work with a management company or you manage yourself? Uh, both. Most of my properties are managed by a management company because I just, I'm focused on growing my portfolio right now. And it doesn't make sense to try to do both. And quite frankly, I'm way too nice. So whenever I'm managing properties, I end up, given the tenants more, being more lenient. Whereas if I have a manager, that's his job to not necessarily be nice. Now, doesn't mean he's mean, doesn't mean he's rude, but he's not going to go out of his way to buy somebody a microwave that we didn't provide in the beginning. Whereas I've been talked into it before. I'm just too nice. Just whatever, right?
So I like having mm-hmm. a property manager for multiple reasons. Um, but we do have some properties that are like lease options or seller financing where we don't, we just do it ourselves because it's, it's easy. We also have a couple little Airbnbs and some other, you know, real random things that we'll manage. But for the most part, I like to get my manager to do it because then it's just one less thing I got to focus on. My goal is, is to buy properties so I can wholesale them, add them to the portfolio or fix them up and make them nice. My priority is not to make sure my tenants know me or like me. It's irrelevant. Somebody else can do that for me. Excellent. Awesome. Well, Joe, we're almost out of time. Tell us about the two-day seminar. So real quick, our real success, O-U-R-R-E-A-L-S-U-C-C-E-S-S.com. This is where you're going to find out more about Joe, about his coaching and his program. And if you're interested in his two-day seminar, you can find information on that link, or you can go direct to twodayseminar.com. And that's spelled out with the number two, not two, not T-W-O, but just two, the number two, day, D-A-Y, seminar, S-E-M-I-N-A-R.com, twodayseminar.com. Joe, your upcoming seminar is what? February 25th and 26th and 7th? Is it three day or two day? Three day. 26 and 27, yeah. 26 and 27. It's two day because that's the name of the URL. That was a dumb question. That's right. (laughs) Two day seminar, not three day. And the 25th and the 26th of February is going to be your next one. But guys, if you are listening to this podcast three months from now or three years from now, don't worry. That link that, that I just shared with you, twodayseminar.com, as Joe hosts more and more of these events, he uses the same link and he just updates the dates on there. So again, don't worry if you're in LA and you want to meet with Joe and you want to go to one of his events and you listen to this after February 25th or 26th of 2022, again, don't worry. You can go to that link and you can find out when the next event will be. But while I got you and before we wrap up, Joe, tell me a little bit about the event what you have planned and, you know, what would anybody that's interested, I know you only charge $195 to attend, which is a steal of a deal. But again, tell me a little bit about the event and, you know, what somebody would anticipate to learn if they were to attend. Yeah, we're, we're, we're thinking about, um, you know, we, 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 we select a really nice hotel so we can have a nice environment and then bringing a bunch, you know, a lot of investors, new investors, experienced investors, create a community, do exercises, talk about flipping, talk about wholesaling, talk about rentals, talk about the market today, talk, talk about where we're going, um, you know, really, and, and, you know, do be interactive, have people ask a million questions, really make people think, right? It's, it's, it's not just taking notes, but also, you know, building community, which I think is really important in, in what we do. I love it, man. I love it. Joe, it has been an absolute pleasure to network with you and talk real estate and anybody and everybody that's out in California, especially Southern California area, Los Angeles specifically, go check out Joe and Joe's uh, program. You can find again more at ourrealsuccess.com. Or if you're interested in his live event, you can check that out at twodayseminar.com. Joe, I have uh, some more information that I will put into the show notes that will go along with this uh, podcast episode. So anybody that's listening or viewing, if they want to learn more about Joe, uh, look below this episode into the show notes. And Joe, what's the best way for somebody to connect with you 
if they wanted to. Do you want to share a social media or an email? Or, I mean, it's really up to you. Yeah. Um, but if anybody's interested, obviously they can go to those two URLs that we've shared. But if they want to just connect with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, they can, uh, they can do it on Instagram um, under Joe Arias Investor. Um, and, you know, just get the information there. Uh, follow me. I'll follow them back. Um, uh, also, Real Success, if you type Real Success Investments, uh, we also have an Instagram account there. And, um, but I think mainly if they go to the website, uh, they'll be able to, to get all my information and, and you know, uh, find out more about, you know, we have tons of articles in that website that you said in realsuccess.com and um, get over like 200 articles that we wrote, that I wrote uh, in the past. So they can, anything real, real estate related, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's always super interesting to read and to expand the knowledge. Hey, I love it. Well, Joe, thanks again for coming on the show. And guys, don't forget rrealsuccess.com or todaysseminar.com. You can check out Joe, learn more about his live event. And if you are on Instagram, which I know a lot of us are these days, go over to at Joe Aris Investor. That's J-O-E-A-R-I-A-S. A-R-I-A-S. I'll make sure I got that right. Investor. And you can connect with Joe that way as well. Joe, do you have any parting words for our audience? Any little pieces of advice that you could give on the way out? You know, I think that carpe diem, right? Seize the moment. It's a great piece of advice, guys. Seize the moment. This is today. Seize the moment. Seize Let's be the present. Moment. You know, the moment that you're listening to this, whatever you're doing, either you're driving, uh, either you're, you know, taking a nap or sleeping or whatever, talking to your kids, just make sure that, that we are present in whatever we do. Man, that is excellent advice. Joe, thanks again for coming on. Guys, don't forget, check out Joe online, multiple links that we dropped as well as Instagram. Joe has tons of experience and he is going to be hosting a two-day event coming up. He's also got multiple two-day events that he hosts uh, throughout the year. So if you don't, if you can't make this next one, that's okay. Don't worry. Just go to that link and you can find out more. And with that, we will be signing off, guys. Thanks for listening. Remember, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Thanks for listening. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.